It's time for Northwestern Outdoors Radio, the show focusing on fishing, hunting, outdoor recreation, destinations, and conservation in the region where you live and play. Northwestern Outdoors is brought to you by Max Lure Company, Sportsman's Warehouse, and Wallowa County. And now, let's see what's going on in the field and on the water with your host, John Cruz. Welcome to the show, and to all of you dads out there, happy Father's Day weekend. I hope your kids or your spouse is doing something nice for you. As for me, I'm fishing this weekend. To be specific, I am at Mardon Resort on Potholes Reservoir in eastern Washington with my best friend, Rusty Johnston, to once again fish a big bass tournament. This time around, it's the Limit Out Marine Big Bass Tournament. It's going on all weekend with cash prizes for the biggest bass weighed in each hour. And the biggest bass of the tournament could be worth up to $10,000. Yowza! If there was ever a weekend to catch a big bass, this would be it. So wish us luck. We're going to need it against the competition we're facing. This week on Northwestern Outdoors Radio, it is the month of June, and we've got white water on our mind. That's why we'll be talking to Don Martin with River Recreation to talk about the rafting trips he offers in central Washington on the Wenatchee, Methow, and Tieton Rivers. Staying in the rapids, we'll also talk to Mark Yates. He's the longtime owner of Hell's Canyon Adventures. Mark offers jet boat trips, rafting trips, and fishing trips on the Snake River in Hell's Canyon, which is North America's deepest gorge. And unlike the other companies who operate out of Lewiston and Clarkston, he starts his trips just below Hell's Canyon Dam, which means you are in the heart of the canyon as soon as you launch. I've been out with Mark before, and it's a great time, and I think you're going to enjoy this conversation. In addition to this, Britton Ransford will be joining us for an extended Max Minute to tell you about the Mac attack. The free monthly newsletter available for Max Lure he puts together that is chock full of fishing tips and discounts. And by the way, you don't have to wait for the interview. You can sign up for the Mac Attack right now at maxlure.com. And sticking with fishing, and in particular, introducing kids to fishing and making it fun, we'll be talking with Gary Lewis, that well-known outdoors personality from Central Oregon, who is the host of Frontier Unlimited, a great TV show you can see on all all sorts of platforms. Gary and I will be talking about an episode I really enjoyed where he took his grandkids to the Dalles to go fishing for sturgeon and we'll talk about how he did it in a way that was entertaining and memorable for the kids too. You won't want to miss this chat. Add to this some outdoors news and your Sportsman's Warehouse Trivia Question of the Week and I do believe we've got a very, very entertaining and informative edition of Northwestern Outdoors Radio coming your way. So, Let's kick it off the way we always do with another edition of Sportsman Spotlight with David Sparks, brought to you by the Ag Information Network of the West. Catch more trout. David Sparks, Sportsman Spotlight. No secret here, trout are an extremely popular game fish species and live in all types of water environments from small streams and ponds to large lakes and reservoirs. One of the best things about spring trout fishing is that anglers of all ages and experience levels can enjoy it. Fish and Game official Roger Phillips told me about top 10 tips. One, choose the right fishing spot. If you want to find the best places to trout fish, it often boils down to what kind of fishing experience you want. Identify good trout water, usually characterized by rocks, gravel bars, holes, and a change in bottom contour. Know the fishing rules. Know the best time of day to fish for trout. Don't sleep in. Best time is early morning. Get the right fishing equipment and tackle. Choose the best line for trout. Pick the right bait for trout. Know the best fishing 
spinning rakes for trout. Choose the right lure for trout and don't fear fly fishing for trout. Roger? Well, folks never stop trout fishing, but a lot of the kind of the casual anglers will kind of in the spring, they start fishing as part of their camping trips and other outings. And so those are just some good time-tested tips to help people maybe catch a few or maybe even catch their first trout. Spring trout fishing can be a whole lot of fun for everyone in the family once you have the right gear and knowledge to get started. Get outside and enjoy one of the best outdoor opportunities. Hope you enjoyed Sportsman Spotlight. I'm David Sparks. See you next time. Crop inputs, irrigation equipment, livestock insurance options. If this is the language of your business, you should talk to a lender who speaks it too. We're Northwest Farm Credit Services. Financing and insuring agriculture is what we do. And our deep understanding of the industry allows us to pass on useful knowledge from insights to trends and weather patterns to help our customer members succeed. So if we can help your business, give us a call. Northwest Farm Credit Services, here to help you grow. Equal opportunity provider and employer, equal housing lender. When every moment matters, put time back on your side with retained plant growth regulator soluble powder. Now registered for up to two applications per season, Retain gives you more flexibility and control of your orchard by extending your harvest window. Retain is proven to reduce pre-harvest fruit drop so your yield doesn't fall to the ground. Run harvest on your schedule with Retain. Contact your local retailer or visit valent.com retain. Always read and follow label instructions. Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter, full of the gear you need to succeed this hunting season. Firearms, ammo, archery equipment, decoys, clothing, boots, and more. Find a location near you or shop online today at sportsmans.com. Located in the northeast corner of Oregon, Wallowa County offers a unique destination rich in natural beauty and outdoors recreation. Enjoy the clear waters of Wallowa Lake. Take a tram to the top of Mount Howard for million-dollar views. Hike or ride into the Eagle Cap Wilderness and fish or raft the Wallowa and Grand Ronde Rivers. It's all waiting for you in beautiful Wallowa County. Plan your visit today at WallowaCountyChamber.com. That's WallowaCountyChamber.com. Welcome back to Northwestern Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz. We are in the midst of whitewater rafting season here in the Northwest. That's why we've got Don Martin on the line. He's with River Recreation, Washington's whitewater professionals offering whitewater rafting on the Wenatchee River in central Washington and several other rivers as well. Don, great to have you back on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, John. It's been a cold spring. It's been a wet spring. How is this weather affecting our rafting this year on our Pacific Northwest rivers? Yeah, we have a really interesting year this spring. Uh, You know, as everyone knows, it's been cold and wet, and that has done an amazing job of really preserving the snow up in the mountains. Just in the last week, week and a half, the snow has really started to melt. It's really started to bring all the rivers up, and the rafting is great. So uh, we're about a month behind right now in the snowmelt, believe it or not. I mean, I'm sure, as everybody knows, it's been cold and chilly, a little bit of rain, and, you know, it's, it's really um, left us with a unique condition right now to where rafting is about a month behind. 
So we're very optimistic that June and July is going to be great rafting on the Wenatchee River, simply because of the fact that so much of that snow up in the mountains has been preserved for us. Yeah, that is good to hear, and you're right. I've been on some rafting trips in July where, let's just say, the water's pretty darn skinny and there's not a whole lot of rapids to raft through. So the, the promise of being able to get Class 3 whitewater rafting well into July, that is great news indeed. And that's I think everybody likes to go rafting in June and July anyway, as opposed to April and May. Absolutely, yeah. And what we find is is that people are kind of on a mindset that they want it to be warmer when they're out rafting. Um, what they really don't understand is typically June is great white water like it is right now, but it's not exactly warm. And I understand the fact that people want to come out when it's warm, but it's a little bit of a trade-off. You know, you kind of have to understand that to hit the great white water in June, it's going to be a little chilly. Bring an extra fleece, bring an extra polypropylene. We're going to provide you with a wetsuit and booties to keep you warm. And we're definitely going to keep an eye on you and make sure you don't get too cold out there. July typically, you know, is definitely warmer and the water's not quite as raging on the river. That could be different this year. We're definitely looking at an early July being great white water simply because of the late snowpack that we're having in the cold spring, for sure. So let me ask you a question, Don, and that's about how the COVID pandemic has affected uh, the whitewater rafting industry. I mean, the COVID pandemic has actually been very good for a lot of outdoors pursuits. It swelled the ranks of hikers and hunters and anglers, a lot of new people coming into those sports. But all of those pursuits have social distancing kind of built in. Whitewater rafting, not so much. So has rafting suffered or are your ranks growing as well? Are you seeing increased attendance and increased participation? You know, great question. Um, I would say that the last couple of years during COVID have been really good, quite honestly. Personally, I heard something a few years ago that I never heard before is people saying things like, I just had to get outside. We just had to go out and do something. And, uh, you know, and we've done really well during the last couple of years during COVID. We've had zero problems. We drafted a page and a half of brand new protocols that we were operating under COVID and everything went really well. We had contact tracing. We were wearing masks on the bus during check-in and after the trip. You know, the Coast Guard had suggested that we do not wear masks while we're actually rafting. So we weren't wearing masks actually on the river, but we were wearing them, like I said, on the bus, during check-in, that sort of thing. And everything went really smooth. We had zero problems, zero contaminations. Went really well, actually. COVID was great to the the rafting scene here in Washington State. That's interesting. I I would have thought with a lot of the media just trying to scare people to death about with any distance from anybody at all or or close proximity to anybody that that would have affected the amount of people you know wanting to go rafting in groups but it didn't huh no not really in fact spring of 2021 governor jay inslee was telling people to go outside and do things because of the fact that the infection rate of covid dropped so significantly when you go in an outdoor environment that it really helped us out and like I said, we had zero problems, took great precautions. We were washing literally everything that anyone touched. I don't know how many thousands of times I wiped down paddles, to give you an example. <laughs> um, you know, so we were, we were really careful about it. It really paid off. Everything went really smooth. Well, that's good to hear. I only wish uh, Governor Inslee would have realized that at the start of the pandemic because we oh, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately are the only state to have actually shut down fishing and hunting in the entire United States. That was our reaction to COVID. But we'll save the politics for another time. Let's talk about rafting some more, specifically on the Wenatchee River. Your headquarters is on the Wenatchee at Monitor, and you yep. offer both Class 2 and Class 3 whitewater trips. Walk us through a day on the river with you. 
Okay, so basically, uh, you'll meet us over here at our base camp on the banks of the Wenatchee River and monitor, at which point we'll get everybody checked in here at the front of our warehouse facility, and we'll have everyone sign a participation agreement. We'll swap that participation agreement in for a wetsuit and a pair of booties. And then after you get changed into your river gear, everybody will drop their keys in the key box. We grab a paddle, a personal flotation device, jump on the bus, and then we do about a 15-minute ride a little bit downstream of Leavenworth, at which point we'll unload the boats off the trailer and break up into groups and do safety lecture with your guide, at which point we actually start the rafting trip and we run all the way down to Monitor where we met you, running some of the best Class 3 whitewater that the state has to offer. A lot of people don't realize that the Wenatchee River is Washington State's most popular whitewater river for a reason. The bottom of the river is very unique. We see some great waves out here. It's a staple in the Northwest to come rafting on the Wenatchee River. So after we get back to base camp, we'll get everybody changed. We'll have everybody drop off their wet gear, which we wash in between every trip. We'll send you home with some pictures, and you're on your way to your next adventure. And these trips are pretty darn affordable, too, aren't they? Absolutely. We've really tried to uh, cut as many costs out as possible to really make it something that you can bring your family out to do, have fun with the kids, do a team-building exercise with the office. Yeah, our trips start at 85 per person plus tax, and that includes all the gear. It's a full guided trip on the river. It includes everything. Full run of our base camp here on, on the river, and everything's included. Absolutely. Well, I will throw in one caveat, and it's not necessary, but folks, always tip your guide. They work really hard to make sure you have a fun day on the water, and they always deserve a good tip at the end. Uh, Let's talk about something else here. You're in Monitor. I hear where you're launching. I know that area that you're launching at. This means that you actually offer longer rafting trips than, you know, most of the competition. Yeah, we go the extra couple miles downstream, absolutely. I like that a lot. So one more thing I want to talk about here, the Wenatchee is your home water, but you do offer rafting on other rivers too, don't you? We do, absolutely. We have a short season on the Methow River outside of Pateros. I was just up there last Saturday. The river's running great right now. We also offer some trips on the Skycomish River. That's actually almost too big to raft right now. We have actually blocked out the next couple weekends because the water's so big. And then in September, we always run the Titan River outside of Yakima, which is the steepest and the warmest river that we run. It's a dam release river. We only see water in the month of September out there. I have heard that one is an absolute blast. And I've had the opportunity to, to raft the Methow before. You know, it's not as exciting as rafting the Titan or the Wenatchee, but it sure is a scenic river to float. And it does have some rapids on it, too. Absolutely. There's some great Class 3, 3 Plus on the Methow. The thing I love most about the Methow is it's out there. You really get that feeling like you're out in the middle of nowhere. And the Methow River Valley is just amazingly beautiful. Oh, I agree with you completely. Well, folks, whether it be the Wenatchee or the Methow or the Tieton, get a hold of Don Martin at River Recreation. The website is simple, riverrecreation.com. That's riverrecreation.com for River Recreation, Washington's whitewater professionals. Don, thanks so much for sharing this with us today on Northwestern Outdoors Radio. So great to chat with you, John. Appreciate it. It is Father's Day weekend, and I've got to ask, do you have a special meal planned for your dad? Maybe a nice dinner? Well, if you're kind of stumped trying to figure out what to do, you can't go wrong with salmon grilled on the old back patio barbecue. And the best salmon that you can get comes from Cena Sea. We're talking wild-caught premium Alaskan seafood here. Whether you order the Copper River Sockeye or the King Salmon or the Coho Salmon, you're going to absolutely love 
the fillets they deliver to you. And if you want to order, just go to the Cena Sea Seafood website. You'll find it at cenasea.com. That's S E N A S E A, cenasea.com. And don't forget to use the promo code Outdoors Radio to get 10% off your entire order. Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter and has what you need as a hunter, angler, hiker, paddler, camper, and outdoors enthusiast. They also carry an extensive assortment of firearms and ammunition you simply can't find anymore at many big box stores. On top of that, their knowledgeable staff is here to help you purchase the right gear so you can get the most out of your outdoor experience. Visit your local Sportsman's Warehouse store today or shop online anytime at sportsmans.com. with more of the great outdoors on Northwestern Outdoors Radio with John Cruz. It's that time again. It's time for another Max Minute brought to you every week by Max Lure. And this time we've got Britton Ransford with us. He is the media manager for Max Lure. And every month he puts out a digital newsletter called the Mac Attack, which is absolutely free. If you go to maxlure.com, you can sign up for it today. Britton, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I think it's my first time on the Max Minute. I think you are right about that, but I'm sure it won't be your last. Why don't you tell our listeners, you know, just generally speaking, what they're going to find in the Mac Attack every month? So the Mac Attack is a digital newsletter. We call it a magazine, and uh, it's been around for about uh, 15 years now. I've been running it for about six. And within it, you get a ton of articles from our pro and guide staff, kind of teaching the tips and secrets of what they're doing to help them catch more fish. Also within there, we have a ton of you know videos, video tips, and a lot of photos. And then you also have all of your discounts and deals that will be running for the month. We also do like pre-orders and special apparel items that are available for um, consumers. And yeah, it's been a fun project and something that continually grows and is now kind of a little different because of the new website. Right. So what are some of the items that are in this month's Mac Attack? This month, we are focusing a lot on trout and kokanee. So we have some uh, tips on altering your trolling speeds to kind of trigger some some of the late spring, early summer trout fishing stuff. We uh, have an awesome article on vertical jigging for walleye by Pete Roscoe, who invented the sonic bait fish. And we have a couple of podcasts within there and some uh, deals on Wigwahoochee Bills and uh, a cool Father's Day kit. Well, all sorts of reasons to sign up for the Mac Attack. Again, absolutely free to do so. Just go to maxlure.com, look for the Mac Attack tab, sign up for it today, and you will become a better angler and also be able to get some great discounts on products from Max Lure. Britton, thanks so much for sharing this with us today. Thanks for having me, John. Wedding rings? I've had as many as I've got fingers on my hands. I started off with the wedding ring classic, of course. That smooth blade from Indiana. That beaded body. The sharp hook. We caught a lot of trout together over the years, but then that patented smile blade wedding ring, well, let's just say it took my fancy, along with the trout and the kokanee. Now I'm going through this new age sort of phase. You might say I'm hooked on the new high UV colored wedding rings and I'm catching more fish than ever. So yeah, I've got a whole bunch of wedding rings. You should get some too. Don't look at the jewelry store though. These wedding ring spinners are from Max Lure and you'll find them at the sporting goods store near you or online at maxlure.com. 
Go fishing. Help salmon and make money. You can do it through September 30th by catching Northern Pike minnow and turning them in for cash. Here's how it works. First, register at a designated station on the Columbia or Snake River. Then, go fishing. At the end of the day, turn in any pike minnow you catch 9 inches or longer and look for the ones with tags worth 500 bucks. You'll get vouchers for those pike minnow you turn in, and you mail those in for cash. Find out more at pikeminnow.org. You're back in with Northwestern Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz. Our next stop today is Hell's Canyon, North America's deepest gorge. And a lot of folks will explore the canyon in a jet boat. And it's a great way to do it. But it's a long day if you launch from Lewiston with one of the companies that are there and and go all the way to the dam. It's a really long day if you go there and back. But There's another way you can do it that's a lot easier. You can actually go with the one jet boat company that operates right next to Hell's Canyon Dam. That would be Hell's Canyon Adventures. And with us here to tell you more about the expeditions they offer is Mark Yates, the owner. Mark, welcome to the show. Great to be on the air with you. Boy, I think it's been over 10 years since I got to go on a boat ride with you. I sure enjoyed that. My family did too. But what I love about your operation at Hell's Canyon Adventures is that you launch right below Hell's Canyon Dam. And like I said, you're in the thick of it right away in terms of the white water and the scenery and looking way up towards the top of the canyon there. And you don't have to go 20 or 30 miles from Lewiston to get into the canyon first. You're right there. That's correct. We're right in the Wild River section right from the get-go, and we've been operating the longest company operating in the Wild section for 40-plus years. As the boat technology's grown, so is our captain's experience, and uh, we love showing people this part of the canyon. The whole canyon's amazing, but there's nothing like the Wild River section of Hell's Canyon. So you have half-day trips and full-day trips. Why don't you explain the differences to our listeners? Well, basically it's mileage and stops. And uh, so our full-day trip, it's a 54-miles round trip down to the Kirkwood Historic Ranch. It's a museum on the river and through the Wild River section and then a return back. That trip typically takes about five to five and a half hours. And then... uh, For those people that don't want to spend that long a day, we've designed a trip that goes strictly the major whitewater down to Sheep Creek. That's 18 miles downriver. It's a 36-mile round trip. We serve family-style lunches for both of these trips and then the return. The uh, all-day trip to Kirkwood, that combines the whitewater, the scenery, and history Whereas the Sheep Creek, we really focus on the whitewater, make it a kind of a more exciting ride. Now, you also offer an overnight trip to the Sheep Creek Historic Ranch. Tell our listeners about this. Well, yeah, it's an overnight trip to Sheep Creek. It's a float trip. It's a rafting trip. And then we also have a uh, overnight trip to Lewiston where we run the whole length of the river. The difference is... If you do it out of Lewiston and come to the dam, you're going to spend 
12 to 14 hours on a jet boat and do it in a day. We spend two days, put you up at the Hell's Canyon Grand Hotel in Lewiston and come back the next day. So we make it a two-day affair. Let's talk a little bit more about the rafting you offer in Hell's Canyon. This isn't something that you were offering the last time we chatted. And in addition to this overnight rafting trip that takes you to the Sheep Creek Historic Ranch, you also offer half-day and full-day rafting trips in Hell's Canyon too, don't you? Right. We're the only company that's uh, providing on a timely basis throughout a season uh, day raft trips. And to do it, we float down 13 to 18 miles, depending on conditions of the river. And then the jet boats come and pick you up and return you back to your starting point at the visitor center. It's a great way to enjoy rafting. Do it in a in one day. It's not crowded like so many of the uh, day trips on rivers where they just have boats going out one after another. We limit it to 21 customers per trip and usually two to three guides. Oh, that sounds absolutely fantastic. But wait, as they say, there's more. In addition to the rafting, in addition to the jet boat tours, you also offer guided fishing. And I know for a fact that the Snake River in Hell's Canyon has some great opportunities for fishing. Tell our listeners about them. Yeah, the guides, the the captains that we have right now, their passion is fishing. So they love to be able to take customers out. We lease the boat. We don't do it by individual customers. We lease the boat for the day, provide a full day's fishing. Summertime, it's sturgeon bass trout fishing. And during the fall, it's steelhead. We target steelhead. In the spring this year, we probably are going to miss the salmon season. There's not that many salmon up in our area where we're fishing in the around the dam. But we occasionally have the way we do salmon fishing is if we happen to know the runs in, and we do, we call some of our longtime customers and see if they want to go. It's so inconsistent for that. But sturgeon fishing and the trout fishing is amazing down here, along with the smallmouth bass. Oh, I'll tell you what, you're going to love the smallmouth bass fishing in Hell's Canyon. Those smallmouth bass, they are prolific, they fight hard, and they're just a ton of fun to catch. And as for the sturgeon, Oh my gosh, I got the opportunity to take my family into Hell's Canyon a few years back for sturgeon fishing. The very first sturgeon that my son hooked into was a nine-footer. It was a monster. And, you know, after you hook one of those and reel it in, you're pretty much telling the guy, you know, I think I'm good for the day. (laughs) That is a lot of work, isn't it, Mark? It is. A nine-footer is probably 250 pounds, and you're going to feel it by the time you've got him in. Tell us a little bit about the rainbow trout fishing in Hell's Canyon. I haven't had a chance to fish that portion of the Snake River for trout before, and I'm just wondering how big are the trout on average, and where are you finding them in the river to catch them? Well, in the springtime and in the fall when the snake cools, we find them at the tops and bottoms of rapids. In the summertime when the water's warm, we find them in the cold water inlets of the side streams that are coming in. They like to hang where that water's a little bit cooler. They typically are 13 to 18 inches in length, a pound to two pounds, and they're pretty voracious. They're fun to catch, so our guides are pretty good at knowing the little holes where they can usually pick them up. How are you going after the trout? Are you using fly rods, or are you using spinners, spoons, that sort of thing? Spinners and 
wedding rings, worms, pretty much throw anything at them. We don't really typically fly fish. You can. It's not traditional fly waters. You need to be set up, rigged a little differently. You need to have a line that's sinking. And so we don't provide fly rods and tackle, but we do provide spinning rods for any trip for folks. Well, there you go, folks. If you want to go on a jet boat trip into North America's deepest gorge or maybe raft down the rapids of the Snake River and Hell's Canyon or go fishing for sturgeon, bass, or trout, then book a trip with Hell's Canyon Adventures. They're located on the Idaho side of the Snake River just above Hell's Canyon Dam. And the website to go to is very simple hellscanyon.biz that's hellscanyon.biz for Hell's Canyon Adventures Mark, any last word you want to leave our listeners with? Yeah, great family adventure time to take your family, businesses we'd love to have small businesses come down and give their crews a line. We can be reached seven days a week during the summer Brandy or myself will be answering the phones. You can call us 800-422-3568 or that's 800-HCA-FLOAT. That's 800-HCA-FLOAT, 800-HCA-FLOAT. Call Hell's Canyon Adventures, or again, just go to their website, hellscanyon.biz. That's hellscanyon.biz for Hell's Canyon Adventures. Book a trip. I think you're going to really enjoy it. Thanks so much for sharing this with us today on Northwestern Outdoors Radio, Mark. Thank you, John. Come to Oregon's Wallowa County for outdoors adventure. Hike, ride, paddle, fish, or sightsee to your heart's content. And then visit one of our wonderful towns, whether it be Joseph with its beautiful bronze statues, our county seat in Enterprise, or one of our charming small towns like Wallowa, Imnaha, or Troy, where you can eat, shop, and sleep before continuing your adventure the next day. Plan your visit now at WallowaCountyChamber.com. That's WallowaCountyChamber.com. Back in with Northwestern Outdoors Radio, I'm John Cruz. You know, there's a number of television shows that cover fishing and hunting here in the Northwest, but one of my favorites and one of the very best, if not the best, is Frontier Unlimited. This has got great storytelling, very good production value, amazing videography, and I really enjoyed this show. And that's why I've got the host on the line, Gary Lewis, coming at us from Central Oregon. Gary, welcome to the show. Thanks, John. Good to hear your voice. You know, I want to talk about getting kids into fishing, getting kids into hunting. It's not as simple as just dragging them with you and they fall in love with the sport. There's right (laughs) ways and wrong ways to do it. (laughs) So you really highlighted a good way to do it. With one of your episodes, you took a couple of kids up to the Dalles. You took them sturgeon fishing, but you did a whole lot more than that. Why don't you walk us through the process that you took these kids through for a great sturgeon fishing trip? 
Okay, well, first I had to get their mother to let me take them for a couple days. You know, that was that was the important part. And then I called my friend Greg Gustafson, and Sturgeon River Monsters is his company. And I said, okay, Greg got these two kids. They need to catch the biggest fish of their life, and we want it to be small. Right, right. <laughs> because, because they're small kids, and you can catch a sturgeon that's five, six, you know, eight, nine years old, and it's going to be something they can handle. And so what you want to do is you want to focus on where these smaller fish are. And, you know, you just you hope you're not going to hook a big one because you're using small tackle that fits the kids. And so I'm talking steelhead rods. Right. And my grandkids are super proficient. You know, in a typical year, they'll catch 100 trout a year, but I wanted to have this special trip where they were going to catch a species they'd never fished for before. And I said, this is your trip. And so we planned the meals, you know, <laughs> it was spookies in the dowels. And, <laughs> and, it's a um, classic place to eat, by the way, folks. Right. And we had a, a hamburger place and then Mama Jane's for breakfast. And, you know, with sturgeon, they're always there. You don't need to be out on the water at daylight so you could get your good breakfast and then be on the water at a reasonable time. You know, I think with us, it was like nine in the morning. So I stopped and I bought Johnny his hat so that he could, you know, have a cowboy hat to remember right. from the trip. And then it was just a matter of, I told the guide, I'm bringing the tackle and we'll just use my tackle and, you know, your expertise, you know where these smaller sturgeon are. He specializes in really big ones, but we went basically into the nursery. And I thought it was just going to be lights out, but it was one of those days where the river masters had changed the flow coming out of the dam and the fish were off the bite. So we had to put all of our good fishing skills into play kept making adjustments because, you know, some of those fish are going to eat anyway, even if they're all discombobulated by the water flow. And I had brought some Procure, which is always my go-to for, you know, situations where I need a little extra help. And I put some, I think it was squid on the night crawlers and, you know, boom, finally we got a fish and, and then we ended up getting another fish. And I think it was three bites. Yeah. And two fish. Yeah, it wasn't fast and furious at all. But you bring up some really good points here. Uh, number one, Mama Jean's, by the way, in uh, Dal's excellent breakfast spot. Got to eat there last month and really enjoyed it. <laughs> but, you know, it's not just about the fishing. And, and you really highlighted that in that episode. Number one, you know, the breakfast rituals, those are important, folks. I don't know how many times I've introduced folks to dove hunting in the area I live in, and we always take them to Smitty's Restaurant in Wenatchee for pancakes or omelets when we're done. And that's a big deal. You know, the whole food experience is part of it, buying the cowboy hat. Something else you did was you took the kids to the Gorge Discovery Center and taught them about sturgeon and a whole lot more while you were there, didn't you? Yeah, they have a big wooden sturgeon, and I got I let them climb on it, you know. And this was in 2020 when everything was closed and the kids were being homeschooled. And I got access to the Discovery Center by myself. Wow. They would let one family in at a time. 
And I said, okay, kids, you know, there's going to be a bunch of signs that say don't touch this and don't touch that. And I said, do whatever you want. You know, enjoy yourself. <laughs> Climb on the stuff. I don't care. So they, they tapped the you know, history uh, mannequins on the shoulder and asked them what they were doing. And, and we looked at the prehistoric bear skulls. And it was just awesome. They treated us well at the Discovery Center. And, and we had the run of the place. Well, and that gets back to the whole point. You know, when you're introducing somebody to fishing... Uh, you do want to try to maximize the opportunities for success, and I know that's why you, you were trying to get the, the baby sturgeon, but as you said, it doesn't always work out that way, but they still had a great trip because of all the other things you did that weren't necessarily related to fishing, but they'll take that whole experience together, and it's going to be a really good memory for them. And I guess it's a lesson learned for any of us trying to get new people into the sport, especially kids. They caught their fish for both of them. It was the biggest fish of their lives. And when little Smokey, that's my granddaughter, (laughs) when she was able to stretch out both arms and say, this was how big my fish was, you know, his arms stretched out as far as she could stretch them. And then Johnny, same deal. He stretched out his hands as far apart as he could, and that was his biggest fish. And, you know, they're going to grow up and they're going to stretch their arms. And those fish are going to keep growing at that rate for their whole lives. <laughs> you are absolutely right. We've because got about we a minute left. I, I want folks to know what's coming up on Frontier Unlimited. You're getting ready to film some episodes. Where are you going to be at? We are filming and editing right now. Our next show we're going to shoot is going to be from Florida. And it's going to be pig hunting and bow fishing. A couple great activities out there in Florida. And I understand you are also heading up towards Squim on the Olympic Peninsula in Washington. We're going to be shrimping out of Squim, and I'm taking my niece and a nephew. Well, there you go. Another opportunity to get some new folks into the sport there. Folks, if you want to catch Frontier Unlimited, it's on a number of stations around the Northwest. It's also on several cable outlets. Just go to GaryLewisOutdoors.com. That's Gary's website. You can find out more about Frontier Unlimited there, along with the books he writes and the articles he has and his podcast. Gary's always got a lot going on. And if you want to go to the Dells for sturgeon fishing or all sorts of other fishing that's available there, go to their website explorethedals.com. That's the Dallas Area Chamber of Commerce. You'll find accommodations, food, fishing guides, and a whole lot more at explorethedals.com. Gary, thanks as always for taking the time to be with us on Northwestern Outdoors Radio. We'll see you on the trail. In other news, you remember the Southwest Airline commercials with the phrase, want to get away? Well, You've actually got the chance to get away to Alaska in a couple of weeks. Sportsman's Cove Lodge, a place I've been to several times and dearly love, has actually had a cancellation. And they've got openings for a four-day fishing trip from July 5th through the 9th. Here's how it works. If you sign up for this trip, you'll get yourself to Ketchikan, Alaska's gateway city. From there, you'll take a float plane to a secluded cove on Prince of Wales Island. And that's where you're going to find... Sportsman's Cove Lodge. You'll get checked in at the comfortable accommodations, and you are going to be so spoiled at this place. Trust me on this. The customer service is beyond outstanding. They actually have more staff members than they do customers at any given time. The food is absolutely delicious and plentiful. 
And the fishing? Oh, it is wonderful. You're fishing off 37-foot boats, and there's only six of you, plus your captain and a deckhand. And every day you head on out and you go fishing for salmon and halibut and other bottom fish. And it's just a ton of fun. While you're out there, you're going to probably see some wildlife too. Deer, bears, whales, eagles, and more. It's truly a wonderful getaway to the place they call Alaska's Best Lodge. That's Sportsman's Cove Lodge. If you're interested, you'll want to jump on this. Again, the dates are July 5th through the 9th. Find out more at alaskasbestlodge.com. That's alaskasbestlodge.com for a last-minute getaway to Sportsman's Cove Lodge. Enjoy a meal of wild Alaskan seafood delivered right to your door. Sina Sea offers premium quality wild Alaskan fish and shellfish to include Copper River King and Silver Salmon, Halibut, Black Cod, King Crab, and of course, Copper River Sockeye Salmon. Order it blast frozen or smoked and experience a slice of Alaska for a special meal you won't forget. Buy your seafood now at SinaSea.com. That's S-E-N-A-S-E-A, SinaSea.com. Want to go fishing and make money? You are in luck. This year's Pike Minnow Sport Reward Fishery kicks off May 1st. Just register at a check station and go fishing for 9-inch or longer northern pike minnow within designated waters of the Columbia or Snake River. Then you bring your fish back and collect a voucher good for a cash reward. The more fish you catch, the more they're worth. Catch a pike minnow with a special tag and you've landed 500 bucks. Find out more at pikeminnow.org. That's pikeminnow.org. country hunters and anglers. You may have heard of us, but what are we about? BHA is the voice for your wild public lands, waters, and wildlife. From national level policy work to boots on the ground projects like public land cleanups, we work across North America to uphold the legacy of our public lands and waters, as well as your opportunity to hunt, fish, and recreate on them. Stand up for public lands and waters and become a BHA member today. Visit backcountryhunters.org. It doesn't matter what sort of adventure you're after. Whether it's big game deep in the backcountry, a day of fishing out in the water, or an overnight in the great outdoors. At Sportsman's Warehouse, we've got the gear in here for what you need out there. Gear up for your next adventure at one of the Sportsman's Warehouse stores or shop online. Sportsman's Warehouse, America's premier outfitter. Pheasants Forever is working hard every day to ensure there's more wildlife habitat for the future. To join us, go to pheasantsforever.org. We've got time for one more shot of Northwestern Outdoors Radio with John Cruz. Welcome back. It's time for your Sportsman's Warehouse Trivia Question of the Week. And... It's about the American Shad. The run is in full swing on the Columbia River, and several million are once again expected to return up the mighty sea. If you want to catch them by the bucketful, you can literally do so from the bank or in a boat below Bonneville Dam or the John Day Dam. And when you do, you might ask yourself, where did these fish come from? After all, they are an East Coast fish. Well, I can tell you they were actually brought over in milk cartons on rail cars in the late 1800s, and they were released into a West Coast river. 
and have flourished up and down the northern Pacific coastline since then. Here's your question. What was the first river that the American Shad was released into? Was it the Columbia River, which sees the biggest runs today? Or perhaps the Umpqua River in Oregon, which also sees a healthy shad run? Or maybe it's the Sacramento River in California, where you can also catch shad. One of these rivers was the first one, and if you know which river it was, you know what to do. Go to our Facebook page at Northwestern Outdoors Radio. If you haven't already, please like and follow our page. That helps us out. Then look for the post thread where we have the question and give us your answer there. If you don't do Facebook, just send us an email through our website at northwesternoutdoors.com. And let us know the first river on the West Coast that Shad were put in. Was it the Columbia, the Umpqua, or the Sacramento? One lucky person who guesses right wins that $25 gift card we give away every week from Sportsman's Warehouse. And if you still haven't bought your dad something for Father's Day, that's definitely the place to go today to get him something he's going to love. And on that note, we've got to go. But here's hoping the week ahead is a great one for you. And until next time, do take care, God bless, and make it a point to spend some time outdoors. Outdoors. 